0: Hi, welcome to the Fatherly Edition, a podcast by Tommaso Maggio alongside with a cavalcade of Daddy. Join us! Hi, everyone, welcome back to the Fatherly Edition, a podcast by me, Tommaso Maggio, alongside with a cavalcade of Daddy. Today, we are lucky to have here Malcolm. Malcolm is a uh, business in Switzerland, but he has in own roots on Africa and he has a lot to do with traditional business and innovation. So I let him to introduce a bit himself and then we go ahead with the conversation. So thank you again for being here.
1: Oh, no, thank you. thank you so much, Tomaso. So first of all, um, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to your podcast. I'm very humbled and honored. Um, like we were also saying, there are many, many podcasts about parenting, about the influence of parenting by women. There are very few by men. And therefore I highly appreciate your work even more and that you raise the visibility on this topic. Um, so my name is Malcolm. I'm born in Tunisia. And then I was living for 18 years in different African countries. And I studied material science, which is kind of like applied physics, if you want. And then I realized how much material scientists earn. And then I thought, I'm not going to do that. And I went to work in oil and gas. <laughs> I did 10 years of oil and gas in different European and African countries. And then we got our first daughter called Sophia. She was born uh, when we were living in the UK. And then I already thought, my God, I cannot look at her and then say, hey, um, cannot look at her and say, your father is destroying the environment by drilling for oil. So I was looking for an option and I then did an MBA at the University of Esade, uh, where we also then had our second child and then we basically, um, yeah, I switched to pharma and it's very cool because Uh, Pharma, is also very interesting to tell kids about, like, it's medicine, it's this, it's health. You can get very interesting discussions already with children at a very, very young age. And yeah, now I co-founded a company two and a half years ago called Coating AI, which is using artificial intelligence in coating processes. But since a couple of months, I am on a world tour to educate people about ChatGPT and the impact of ChatGPT in business since this is a parenting podcast you know i will give you one fact to blow your socks off today when my daughter asks me uh how does a rainbow work and she sees me stutter for a second because she understands i don't know how to answer this her next question is can we ask ChatGPT?" because she knows i can ask ChatGPT. as a five-year-old explain to me how a rainbow works and it does storytelling, and it's easy, and the language is easy, and it gives an answer right away. So it's fantastic how we can embed such new technologies, not only in business, but in parenting. I want to give you another wonderful example, Tommaso. In the morning, Saturday morning is my worst day. Kids are cranky from the entire week of school, and they say to me, I say, what do you want to eat? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So I take ChatGPT GPT and I record. In my fridge, I have this, I have that, I have this in the pantry, I have that. My kids like Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol, and then make me three recipes. And it makes three wonderful recipes that if I go to them and say, do you want Peppa Pig eggs with some ananas on top? (laughs) Then they're like, yes, but if I say, do you want eggs? They say no, and GPT gives me the recipe also.
0: Yes, so it works very smoothly with kids. So I try even to... Uh, use uh, one of those tools, so for instance, Adobe Firefly. You use Firefly with kids. Awesome! <laughs> wow! Because she uh, tell me her own dream, so and then I translate into visual to Adobe. So think about their her reaction when she see on screen, you no know, something that was just in her mind until two minutes ago, basically. So blah, 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 and. Our part as well, his parents, because then he said, no, no, the color was nothing like this. And then, oh, <laughs> already, yeah. she's the same age, five years old, started to say, "Hello," oh, very picky on colors and things, but that's a lot to do with imagination, because you see what is in your mind, you can visualize, and then again, reshape, so it's a fantastic tool once you know the potential.
1: And yes sir, yes sir, I love it, I love it.
0: I love it. So, Tell me, uh, that already you tell me, basically you anticipate my question because you already make a big change, basically a big transition before and after basically having your own kids. Right? So that's a big commitment to change yes. business in a way is just start from scratch somehow because, wait, uh, two different business, two different industry. So you need yes. to put yourself and say, okay, now what?
1: Yes. Change perspective yes. somehow, right? I really like what you're saying. So, so not only did, uh, getting the kids give me and my wife, obviously, because my wife was also working in oil and gas, the fact that we wanted to change industries as a whole, uh, but even the way we set up our life. So, you know, in oil and gas, I, I was traveling a lot. I was always abroad and now being an entrepreneur, I can work more from home. I can get to see my kids every day. My wife's busy, I take them to the kindergarten. I cook, I clean, I can help on many of the things which uh, traditionally in the roles that I used to have before were very, very difficult. So I, I really, really, really find that, uh, you know, it, it brought a total change to our lifestyle, but also our life goals. I mean, it's brutal. You know, I was earning very well in oil and gas, but it doesn't matter how much you earn if you are endangering your kid's future. It doesn't matter, forget it. So so do something that not only you go and you get a job and you earn a bit of money, but do something that, that is rewarding, that you can see the impact for them. I like pharma. I know pharma is criticized, especially big pharma is criticized a lot in the media, but you mustn't forget at the end of the day, they do come up with medicine that saves patients' lives finished. And I think... You know children really appreciate that they understand that they know that they have to go to the doctor sometimes they know that they need a vaccine and that's the only thing that that i can encourage any parent to see what type of job you're having or what type of lifestyle you're living that you can try to combine with parenthood and it's not easy for sure it's not easy but it's something we should try to aspire to absolutely so
0: i mean as parents somehow we are brave, no? Be part of it's an act of bravery, we can say, oh, it's not just you wake up one morning, then you have to carry on this. <laughs> you cannot send back, so you need to adjust yourself, not just for you, but as you say, so, once those creatures are with us, are not here just for a couple of days, so, at a certain point, we leave, We leave this land somehow, and what they have. No, you can build a house, but beside house or whatever property you have, so there are much more that will make them rich, not not just the property. So consider the span of things they can have a different point of view, different experience. Of course that is be the biggest asset they can have. Of course it's challenging as you say, not everybody can have the option to change business according with kids but at least having a vision even because I was discussing with another father a few days ago say so we are the generation that builds all this application right so and now everybody are into IG whatever, so application they're basically consume somehow the time so how we rewind or at least how we can help the kids that are nowadays teenagers to somehow mm-hmm. to break those things. Of course, at the beginning, we are the one who code those things, our generation somehow. Now we are oh. to find a way to, as parents, so we are the same person. What we can do now, so it's not making a more layer of uh, protecting them with a special code of privacy. So, but we need mm-hmm. to find, so this is not enough. So, as you say, you go around the world to share your knowledge about Chargette GTP. I think it would be the same with these things. You know, what is the limit? What can be
1: the pro? Mm-hmm. And and I agree with you that they're definitely pros and they're definitely cons. Right? right. Um, I, I, I do still think that in, in terms of parenting that, um, you are a boosted parent with ChatGPT. GPT. So I give you an example, normally. And again, maybe I'm, I'm not very good in a certain topic, right? I might not be very good in maths. So I might get the maths tutor. Mm-hmm. And the two, three hours that my child is not only at the maths tutor, that I don't see the child, and it also costs me quite a lot of money to have the maths tutor. Today, I am a better maths tutor than any maths tutor of the world because I'm using ChatGPT. So then I say, hey, my daughter is five. She's next to me. She's gonna start school when she's six. And she cannot solve these and these and these problems. Let's now have a session with her. And ChatGPT gives me the answer. He says, okay, let's first do this exercise. And it gives me exactly the exercises tailored to her. And if we do exercise one, two, and three, and it cannot do, my child cannot do exercise two, I say, well, exercise one was fine. Two was not three. Then it's going to adapt it. So it's hyper personalized. But in this case, it's time that me and her have together. And it's stuff. fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. So yeah, I could put in twenty of Duolingo to go and teach her Spanish, or I can teach her Spanish because my Spanish is not so bad. ChatGPT Spanish is very good, and together to get get her basic level, and as a sort of game, like you said with Firefly, it's quality yeah. time spent together. It's not just looking at the screen. It's an interaction. Exactly. So, Tommaso, I really like your example because you are telling me, Malcolm, uh, we are at risk of the kids spending time and time and time with these apps and online and, and being in a virtual world instead of a real world. But I'm saying we can hybridize it. We can have a hybrid world where we use such technology and still interact with each other. Absolutely. So, I mean, that is uh, should be the the normal, actually.
0: So... So, I mean, for me, the important point is to make, because many, as you read, how many people, everybody talk about GDP, how many actually use it? It's a very small percentage. So, yes, we need to decrease the buzz and increase the number of people aware, not just aware, but capable to use. That's... I think is the main mission of everybody that know a bit of technology because you see many parents don't really are um, familiar with any technology, let's say. Even with the phone, just little things that for some are very easy, for some are a separate word. Madela, as you say, your kids born with it. So we need to find a compromise to learn from both sides. How oh, we must we yeah. say we cannot protect them because so we need to learn. So it's a lifelong learning. So ChatGPT just started
1: a new wave
0: of yeah. learning, basically,
1: right? Think about it. ChatGPT just started. You're very right. My God, mm-hmm. we haven't even thought about all the implications on parenting, on society with such technologies. You and I just spoke, and I learned from you from the first sentence that you said, Hey, I'm using Firefly. You know, I have mid I yeah. use Mid Journey for business 10 times a day. I've never thought of using MidJourney with my kids. This is crazy. Um, Another very, very nice example. You know how it is. Let's be honest here on this parenting podcast. In the evening, your kids come and they say, oh, can you tell me a story? Maybe you want to read it in five minutes. You want to go. You want to go back to your TikToks. So on ChatGPT, there's an extension, a plugin called Stories. So in mm-hmm. Stories, what you basically do is, I sit down with my daughter and then she says, I want a story of an elephant that can jump high to the moon. And then there are some unicorns. And as a parent, if you want to come up with a story of this, I mean, it's very difficult. And you just type this into stories and it makes you not only the entire story per text, but for every single chapter, also a picture. And that know. if the child doesn't like the picture, you press and then you refresh. So, so. And if you now, as a parent read that story, you're sitting with them for half an hour. So it's not, you cannot dodge it anymore. It's like technology is helping you to be better exactly. parents. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic, Tomas, Absolutely fantastic. Yes.
0: I think the, the key is, uh, knowing how to use it, no? And don't be just scared because what makes people scared 90% of the time, because they don't know, they never use it. No, and that's the things. And uh, the things that I think talking about this is, should be normal. I mean, the protocols and once you're aware, you say, oh, you can do that. You can do that. and at least you inspire people at least to try. Then you can say, oh, that's not a thing I like to do, but at least there is an option now. So beside the books and printed things that everybody love it, you have this other option that you can use and then you craft actually, according to your own skill or attitude. Yes, sir, I agree. So, can I ask you another question? Your parenting style has somehow something to do with uh, how you grew up, how your
1: parents uh, lead you the way, let's say. Yes, yes, no, for sure. There's always a very, very strong influence of the parents. So, um, so until the age of 18, I had, uh, you know, lived in, in Tunisia, which is North Africa, Burkina Faso, West Africa. Zambia, Southern Africa, and Kenya, East Africa. So these were the four countries I had lived in. And um, these are different countries, not only demographically, but also, for example, different religions. You know, uh, in Burkina Faso, you have a very strong Muslim population. So a lot of our friends there, for example, were Muslim. In Zambia, for example, a lot of our friends were Catholics. And my parents, you know, incentivized us to not only interact with these different cultures and different religions, but also to try out a lot. We had very, very good friends who are, for example, Baha'i and uh, they said, hey, if you want, you can come to our sort of Sunday school. So we also went to their Sunday school. And this experimentation of working and living and interacting with different cultures and religions Obviously, we also have this very, very, very strongly. And I would say me and my wife, you know. Mm -hmm. So we really try to make a very big effort to... One second. Please. Okay. Uh, We also really try to make a very, very big effort to interact with our our children using all of these different uh, types of... People, technologies, we let them experiment a lot and we inspire them because when they come back from school and say, ah, we learned how to do it in this way, often my question is, okay, which other way do you think you could do it? Right.
0: Just a sure. different perspective, no? different point of view.
1: I love it. Thank you for summarizing what I was trying to say. In one sentence, you summarized it.
0: <laughs> I think this is the, the job of parents. As you say, you are doing well, because that's what we should do. Not just focus on that only one way, because the teachers say that's the way or I say. So again, when you use chat, GTP, the good things, one of the first things I learned that can give you different perspective. Well, you want to do your own business, say, okay, this is my customer. And then ask, what other customer can I have? Can you show me different perspective? Not the same with kids. So if you show them that there's always multiple perspective, then there will be room for them to be somehow a better person.
1: Yes, I fully agree with you.
0: So what are you learning from uh, being a daddy so
1: far? Oh my God, what a deep question. Yeah, probably on on a, again, coming back to a corporate setting, I don't think I'm ever afraid of anything, you know, any, any task that I have, any, any manager that comes to me and says, we need to do this, any business problem that we have, you, you go for it. It's not a problem. We'll solve it somehow. And you give it 110%. But definitely, I think the number one thing I learned as a parent is, vulnerability my god you're so vulnerable in everything you're vulnerable in understanding if your parenting style is the right thing you're vulnerable when your child is choking or hurting itself like am i reacting well now she hurt her arm should i wait an hour or two before going to the doctor or should i go now i mean not one time a day 50 times a day you're vulnerable on every single meta level and every single decision you take, you don't know if what you're feeding your kids today has an impact in 50 years. So you try to make an effort. Sometimes you have no time in the morning and you just fry two sausages and they eat it and how good or bad are these sausages? So it definitely, and I, I may, I wrote an article once about it, but it definitely made me a better business leader to have mm-hmm. parents. Because vulnerability in business is extremely important. You know, you cannot be this big, macho leader. You need to be somebody who understands the people you work with, who can feel for your customer, who can understand the problems that arise. And, and that really, really made me, a, a. I cannot even use a different word, a more vulnerable leader. Well, Ready
0: to the uncertainty, no? because there is no certain time. Not anymore, yeah. With kids, basically, it's a daily routine because <laughs> with them, we learn how to. Mm. We never learn, we try to learn how to anticipate their needs. But at the end of the day, they need we have just to be ready for whatever happens. I probably say, Wow, if you do this uh, with kids, maybe you learn new skills to adapt to your business. It's a training, basically.
1: Wow, you have you have a really good ability, for anybody listening to this podcast, just rewind, and you will see that every time I speak for two minutes, Tommaso summarizes it in one elegant sentence. Thank <laughs> you. Are you a real person, Tomas, or are you chat No, I'm <laughs> That's the new feature. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> summarization feature. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yes, sir it's really yeah. awesome so
0: what else do you want like to say to new parents so somebody just they have the new kids arrived. Right. so any main suggestion
1: yes i think we realize it also uh, with our children you know so our our first daughter we were also hyper caring you know we were we I think we exaggerated on everything, on how how many layers of clothes she has to wear, all the things that she needs to do. And with a second child, we're already much, much more relaxed. We have family friends who've got four kids, and they say the fourth kid was basically raised by the dog. And that fourth kid is a fantastic kid. It's such a cool kid. It's open. It's You know, learning from the big brothers and sisters, it's more relaxed than the other kids, it's more confident than the other kids. So therefore the number one tip that I can give any parent is, you know, relax. You're doing things right, relax, everything is okay. Um, if you think you need to take 10 steps, eight is good enough. And the last two are for the freedom of the child For the freedom of the child to operate, to try, to fail, to eat the sand when it plays in the beach, to maybe knock its head somewhere because it's not careful, but it's not bad because you are next to it. So I think we need to be a bit less helicopter parents and we can relax and our kids will be absolutely fine. And maybe the same question back to you, Tommaso, based on your experience of having spoken to so many people, your knowledge in life. What is your number one tip for parents? And maybe for me, not only for parents.
0: Well, since I discussed it, yes, with many, the main thing is just to find the time for yourself at the end of the day. You need to take care of yourself because it's like an airplane going down and if you don't put oxygen on your mouth first, you cannot help others. So wow! If you don't take even two minutes a day, thirty seconds, whatever, for you, for yourself, for somebody will be meditation. For somebody will be a walk around the house, bicycling, uh, having a coffee with the friends, whatever. But it's something very important because if you don't do, you can't reach everything. Yes. Now our kids see us as a superior somehow, but we need to find a way to maintain the status. So it's important our health, mental, and physical. So just a daily take care of yourself, daily pill let say, just a bite, two minutes. This is my suggestion, that's what I try to do, please. And uh, I usually uh, see that's it's helping.
1: This is fantastic. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. It's awesome. Thank you so much.
0: No, thanks to you. This again, it's just uh, one suggestion, one perspective. Because the idea of this podcast is just sharing experience between dads. We don't talk too much as daddy about family. Usually we talk, we can meet and talk about business. But about family and this sort of private sphere is a bit more rare to talk with. So I think it's interesting to just share how we raise kids nowadays. Mm. Because compared to our parents, of course, you have much more information. That's why you say now you have to you want to do ten steps all the time, because before information was there, but not easy available like now. So now we have this issue that every time I've I got this idea. Let's check what the chat has to say, what book, what a friend, so Ended up that somehow you slow the process because you want to check all the sources. That's true or not, or and then you make a decision. Sometimes you say just live the life,
1: right? Yes, sir, I agree with you. Yes, I agree. And and this brings us back to the point that we have to be careful to not to hyper parent, right? Right. We need uh, and, and like you said, like you, you know, we want to check what they are eating, so we do that research. We want to check what are the long-term consequences of doing something. Uh, we want to check, you know, even just chat GPT, should I expose my kids to this? Should they really use it? But it's so early now that we don't even have an answer. Even researchers don't know yet. So it's a bit of trial and error, and it's about trusting yourself as a parent that you, you really, 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 really want the best for them and you want them to succeed in life. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that.
0: Yes, at the end of the day, as you say, it's just a trial on trial. And if you fail, it's to just learn, show them the capacity to stand up again. That's, uh, I think, the only things we can really teach because at the end of the day, they are teaching us a lot of things. Yes, sir. I assume somehow it's like with uh, students and at any stage, even if you are a professor, you always learn from your, from the learner, basically. Yes, uh, sir. Sure. So a different point of view, but we need to sometimes to step down now from the desk. They say, okay, as you say, we play together. That's quality time. That's the only thing that counts.
1: Yes, I fully agree with you. I really like this perspective. Quality time. Agree. Yes, sir.
0: As you say before, that's the core of your... Transformation. Your family was to spend quality time with your daughters. So that's how all the things around you turn around.
1: It's the pivot, huh? mm mm-hmm. Of yes, your family. sir, I agree.
0: So thank you for your time, Michael. But if you want to add anything else, you
1: already say. But free to say. No, I, I I just want to thank you for your efforts. I this platform doesn't exist a lot. Um, it is reserved societally more to, to women in their very right. Uh, but I think parents, uh, fathers can, and need to be a bit more vulnerable, need to come to podcasts like yours, where not only do we share with other fathers, but with other listeners, bit the challenges that we also have, but also the opportunities that we have might it be through parenting tips might it be through the augmentation of technology or might it just be through life and life experience finished yeah thank you thank you Tomaso.
0: thank you for being Thanks such so a much. great guest
1: thank you again yes sir it's a great pleasure then take care for now all the best
0: you too bye bye Michael. Hi! Thanks for listening the Fatherly Edition. If you like what I've been hearing, please follow Tomaso Maggio on LinkedIn or subscribe to the Fatherly Edition podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you gain in your podcast.